everybody. Welcome to Handy Capable. I'm your host, Jake Yarbrough, and I'm here with my co-host. Chris Waldeck. I didn't forget this time. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, today, we don't have any uh, guests. Uh, basically, we've been pretty busy. Uh, Waldeck's been going, doing the World Series of Comedy. Woohoo! yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, how was that anyways? Uh, it went well. I didn't win, but I got good feedback from the judges, and the crowd seemed to like me. So, you know, I'll take that. I mean, that that's always a good thing there. So, a, a win's a win. You yeah, know, wins a win, and I got to enjoy some good Texas barbecue and Waterburger. So that's yeah, I saw, and you didn't bring me any. It was oh, my the inner Texan in me was just very sad. He was very sad. Um, I like he he would have loved if you got him. Like, was it the uh, man? Don't tell me I'm forgetting what they have at Waterburger. Uh, was it they used to have a uh, uh, a sweet and sour barbecue burger? Ooh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was like a cheeseburger with like two patties barbecue sauce uh grilled onions and stuff it was just so good it, it, it like i loved it i loved it it had like the sweet and tanginess of it yeah. i miss you waterburger yeah. so if, if, if you're if you're watching this waterburger all the way in texas just come out to las vegas just 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 enough like you're already in arizona just make that little leap just across that border Right here in Las Vegas, and and I would I would love you so much. I wouldn't care that you got bought by some company in in Chicago. I'd be I get still Waterburger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, like you can you can sell out whatever you want as long as you give me a honey butter chicken biscuit. I'll take. Oh, it. dude, yeah, that and Bob's. You know what a Bob is? I actually don't know what a Bob. Okay, is. so a Bob is a breakfast on a bun. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got the sausage patty with. Uh, cheese and an egg on there, and they just put it in a, a like a regular like hamburger bun, and it's amazing. It's so good. I I could eat those all day, but they only serve them for breakfast. Oh wow! So a lot of times I would show up after midnight because that's when they start breakfast, and I would order like five of those and just like eat five of them like in one sitting. It was just oh. I would gorge myself. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't blame you. That sounds delicious. I mean, it's oh, water. Yeah. It's Whataburger. You can't really get better than that, you know. Like... No, exactly. You can't. I don't care if uh, you're one of those people who are like, but Jake, what about In and Out? You know what? Y'all know my feelings about it. Uh, it's Whataburger all the day. These these colors run orange and white. All right, like. <laughs> yeah, Whataburger has better fries. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, instead of interviewing uh, a guest, we're just going to go over some more stuff of that we've struggled through. Um, you know, and I told Waldock, I was like, hey, you know what? We focused a lot on your autism and whatnot. Why don't you ask me some questions about my PTSD and stuff and uh, like some of the struggles I went through? Oh, so, yeah. Go ahead, Chris. You got questions? Oh, yeah. I do have some questions, actually. So, okay. like, uh, what would you say has been the biggest struggle overall? Like, the biggest, the worst? Uh, oh, overall, I would have to say it's, because, um, like, PTSD comes with, like, a, a, a multitude of, like, side effects. And one of those is, like, the anxiety and depression of it. And that right there is, like, because there's some days I just feel like I'm not getting out of bed today. Like this, this is not, it's just like, I'd rather just lay in bed all day today. Cause like, why, why would I want to do anything else? You know, like, and once you go through some serious shit and everything, it's like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to just lay in bed. You know, like you, you gotta like force yourself not to be lazy and stuff. 
and, and the thing too is when you get lazy, it starts hitting you harder about PTSD and stuff because you're just like, you're, you're very idle. So then next thing you know, you st- like you'll try to get out of the rut. And a lot of times what I have to do is I have to force myself to do something, just anything, just get up, make me some food or something and everything. And then next thing you know, like if I just get outside of the house for just a little bit, you know, then I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. But if I complete something, that sense of accomplishment helps me out so much with getting over, uh, you know, being like, Oh, what was me kind of thing because that's it's, it's like a survivor's guilt thing almost it feels like you know because you're just like oh what was me why i had i went through this and it's just like how we were talking the first time in the first episode where it's like yeah you can't let that be a crutch though yeah you know like i i always constantly have to fight that that off of like trying not to have it as a crutch you know yeah i get that it's in in a way that's sort of like the same thing I feel with like you know the autism that came with a lot of depression anxiety because they didn't understand like yeah a lot of stuff from it and like I was always like I still have trouble forcing myself not to be lazy and just falling asleep so it's like like you know all the naps I take and oh yeah so yeah it's like, and well and that's the thing too it's it's like uh, there's that then there's like trying to like your sleep schedule gets fucked up like that too and like next thing you know I'll be like. Oh man, I need to fix my sleep schedule because now I'm sleeping during the day, but I'm up during the nighttime, like doing nothing, you know, like, and, and I'm actually kind of glad I got the podcast to work on now. Cause then like, at least that way, if I finish something, I'm like, all right, sense of accomplishment. But then there's also times where you, you, you get very like meticulous on certain things where I'll be like. Like I'll start working on something and then I'll notice something else is wrong with something else and then work on that and then work on that, you know, and really, uh, there's sometimes I do feel like my attention gets divided up too much with, because like you start doing one thing you're like, all right, I finished that. That felt really good. Yeah. And then you're like, do- Oh, the dopamine. Like- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're chasing that dopamine dragon trying to be like, Oh, I need a, do this and that, you know, trying to, you know, like still feel right and feel good, you know? And it's just like, yeah. And I feel like that's more the anxiety of it, of just being like, oh, I don't want to feel anxious and stuff. Cause that's, that's, a, that's a, what it is. You're like, okay, what now? What now? You know, like yeah. I finished that. What else? You know? Um, cause that's the worst part about it is the anxiety for me, you know? Um, yeah, anxiety is a bitch. It really is. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but I do have to say, like, one of the worst things that, that I've had to go through is having, like, an episode. Like, those Ooh. are the worst. Like, I recently had one uh, where uh, there was someone who was uh, another comic that doesn't even know that he triggered me, you know? I didn't even talk to him about it or anything. Because at the same time, it's like, you know what? I get where he was trying to come from and everything, you know? But how he worded it and everything was just like it, it. It just caught me off guard to where I got super mad to to the point where I was outside leaning up against my buddy's car that was giving me a ride home, and my hands were shaking. I was like breathing. Like there was Josh Linhauer came out and saw how it was, and even was like, 
yo, I've never seen you like this. And it's like, yeah, I don't like people knowing this is like what happens. Cause it's not like I, I get angry and upset to where I'm like, I'm going to do something. No, it's like, I really feel like my body is shutting down from wanting to deal with everything, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're just, it, 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 like, I, I spent a whole day just in my room. Uh, like, I have a little app from the VA that goes through a bunch of stuff that, like, it's like, hey, this is some things you can do to help you out with your PTSD and stuff. I'm just doing, like, meditation exercises and stuff, breathing exercises, oh, just yeah. anything to keep me calm. Because, like, everything was just pissing me off. Like, the next day, like, I, I love my cat, Bruce Wayne. He was pissing me off. You know, it's like I would murder somebody if they came after Bruce Wayne. And that little shit was pissing me off that next day. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like I it, it was just like I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, because um, it's hard. It's it's a, one of those things where it's like people will be like, oh, you just got to, you know, calm down. You just got to calm down. And it's yeah, like, no, it's never that easy. It is like, what the fuck do you think I'm trying to do? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to calm down. Yeah. I'm having problems with that. Like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it, it, it's it's dealing with the um, the feeling and the emotion that you're not used to, you know? And, um, like, I literally physically feel it. Um, like, my whole back gets very, like, just stiff. And I get like sweaty on my back and everything. My hands start shaking, you know, palms are sweating. No, now I'm about to go to a rap. Uh, <laughs> but like my, my hands would be shaking, my back's all stiff, you know, and like. Better than Soldier Boy. Yeah. It, I just know that there is nothing that I can like do to really get people to understand that's like, no, I'm. I'm needing like a whole day now because of that, you know, it sets, it, I really feel like it sets me back a lot whenever doing that. And a lot of times it's just like, okay, I gotta just get away. First off, if, 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 if you ever have that feeling, so it's the best thing you do is get away from the, whatever situation is making you feel that way. Like there, there, I get it. There's sometimes it's like, you don't have control over anything and stuff. But if you're in a situation where it makes you feel to the point of like utter disgust, fucking just, fucking just aggravated, where you've you've never really even seen yourself like that, it's just like get yourself out of that situation. Like you can always just walk away and come back and deal with it later. You know, um, there's no there's no need to go through that mental torture. You know, because that's that's all you're doing at that point. And there's a lot of vets out there that I know that go through it and they just suck it up because they're like, Oh, this is normal. This is just, this is just something that we all see as normal. And then it took me explaining it to my friends about how I was feeling during certain times where they go, bro, that's not normal. Talk to my psychiatrist about that. Like, that's not normal. You are literally normalizing your illness and being like, yeah, everybody goes through this. And they're like, no, not everybody goes through this. And you got to realize that at one point you go, oh, okay. It, it does give me like a wave of relief sometimes where I'm like, oh, okay, this isn't normal. This is, okay. Because there was a time where like when I, whenever I run out of my anxiety meds because I forget to like re-up them, oh, you know, Jesus. like I have to spend like a week, like, because if I run out and 
you know, let's say I lapse for like four or five days without my pills waiting for the next, uh, you know, thing of anxiety pills. I have to spend a week getting used to the feeling of not having anxiety because not having anxiety would make me feel anxiety. Cause I'm like, why am I not feeling a certain way and everything? And then you got to eventually tell yourself, Oh wait, this is what it's like to be normal. <laughs> you know, like you're like, Oh, God damn. That sounds rough, man. Uh, it, 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 you know, and it is, it is rough. It is rough. It's, 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 it's rough to go through and stuff. And, uh, I try not to have it affect others. I think that's also another thing is a lot of times veterans don't want to like really try to express themselves about it because they're like, Oh, I don't want to make this person feel bad because they don't realize what I have to go through, you know? Um, Cause it, it's, 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 it's nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking. I have, like, I'm not gonna lie, it's gotten me to the point to where if I start talking about it, I'll start crying out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, I would just start crying. And it's just like, and they're like, are you crying because you're sad? Or are you crying because you're mad? Like, what's, what's the deal? It's like, I don't know. I'm just feeling emotions. It really feels like, you know, like, you, you, it's it's like you went overseas and didn't, and they teach you just have no emotion. And then you come back and it's like, oh, yeah, emotions are a part of being human. You know what I mean? So, and you don't, and you don't know how to handle said emotions. You know what I mean. So then on top of that, it's like, oh hey, remember that shit you did over there? Guess what? Money making Ponzi scheme. Oh, you know. So it's like, why was I there in the first place? That's the question that goes through my mind constantly when it comes to my PTSD. Whenever it comes up, it's like, why am why was I even over there? You know. And when that thought goes through my head, that's what fucks me up the most. Because I didn't do Afghanistan. I did Iraq twice. What weapons of mass destruction did we find? None. Why we were there? I can tell you exactly. We had a ton of contractors over there that were doing people's jobs that we already do in the military. Like, I, I, I signed up to be communications. I didn't get to do my communication job until my second deployment. And even then my hands were tied during certain things because it had to go through a contractor because they're, they, they have the, the contract agreement. So oh, we're not crazy. Yeah. So we're not allowed to touch it, even though I know how to fix it and I'm trained on it and I get paid so much less, you know, Yeah. like it's like, dude, I, I, I there was like one dude who was like getting 40,000 a fucking month. Jesus Christ! That's as, like, as a contractor, that's like some stock trading money, right? There. Yeah, and, and 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 the thing is, it's like, it, it, I could do his job. I could do his communications job. In fact, I was better than him at it. And then on top of that, he's this fat piece of shit dude who's just sitting at a desk eating fucking donuts overseas in Iraq, and he's getting hazard pay and all this other shit and everything. It's like, bro, I had to put on the uniform. And, and and be in shape and you know fucking earn what, what my position and guess what i don't even get to do it because this fast piece of shit gets to do it you know what i mean it, it's a money-making ponzi scheme yeah that's that's crazy man well that's 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 how war is you know like when it, it's 
when you're looking at things in a different point of view, you start realizing certain things where you're like, oh, shit. This is what, why we're really here. So, like, there's a lot of times you feel like the the wool has been pulled over your eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is what affected me the most with that. Because it's like, dude, I had friends that I lost overseas. You know? Like, we... we we did detaining ops, but I had other friends in the military elsewhere that I lost, you know, and then, you, you know, you're, you're like, you, you start realizing you're just like, why did I have to lose my friends there? You know, so when that comic brought up, you know, the one thing he brought up, he was talking about like, well, if it's if, if it's their time to go, it's their time to go. It's all part of God's plan. But then it's like, all right, first off, the dude you're talking about, he was young. He was fucking smart. He was hilarious. There's no reason he should have passed away. He he lost his life at a young age. It was too young. Yeah, you know? it was. And then it's like, also, if you're saying that, you're starting to say like, oh, was it part of God's plan that uh, my, my friends that were overseas fucking lost their lives? Yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, that's the thing with PTSD. It's not like, oh, it's one big thing that sets you off. It's, it's, it's one little thing that starts rolling and snowballing down the hill until you just fucking lose it. And then you, you go off on somebody. That's why you, you go off on somebody or you go off on yourself. That's why suicide rates are so high with veterans. It's because you have something in, it's a constant battle of trying to stop that snowball, you know, because sure. once you start spiraling out of control, that's that's it. You know, and it's it, it, it's it's hard to stop at that point. You know, that's why I, I said it was like the best thing to do is just get out of this current situation. That's, do, yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah, because if you if you don't, then um, it's, it's just going to eat at you like. I remember I didn't even say anything to anybody. I just walked off and went outside. And my buddy, uh, Mark S. Johnson, God bless your soul, man. Um, he, he he knew right away. He was like, oh, thumbs up. Because I got, you know, I'm usually talkative. I'm pretty loud and everything. I went dead quiet, you know. And it was just like, whoop. And I just walked outside. And he came out shortly after and saw me. He was just like, hey, man, I'll give you a ride home. You know, let's get you out of this situation. I was like, thank you, man. You know, um, and like I said, the the other dude didn't doesn't even know because I haven't talked to him or anything about it. And really, it's just also like, yeah, it's not his fault. He's he, that he's religious, you know, because it, yeah. it, it has nothing to do with religion. By the way, guys, it has nothing to do with his religion or anything. It's how he put it into the terms of like, oh, well, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. It's part of God's plan. You know, like it was just like, yeah, that's first off. Don't ever console somebody with that, all right? Like, unless it's like they they're like eighty fucking nine, and they're like, yeah, they lived a full life, you know. Saying it when it's so young just makes you look like an asshole. You know what I mean? Like it's it, that's that's just me, you know. But 
No, dude, that speech right there deserved a Peabody. Right? <laughs> speech right there deserves a Peabody. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know if I pronounced that correctly, but <laughs> you, you get the idea. Yeah, I get the idea. <laughs> but no, seriously, that that's... Uh, that's really like you know that's 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 really deep and like that's like it really like because me I've got like I've got mild PTSD like it's not nowhere yeah. close nowhere close to what you know you had to go through yeah stuff, but it's uh but I can understand that like yeah sometimes in like those situations the best thing you can do is just like you know just leave the situation and just like you know yeah cool down and I think you did the right thing honestly well, it, I think you did the right thing because there's too many people that stick around sorry about that guys let me um. Go ahead and turn that down. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> sorry about that. My phone went off for a second. Uh, but yeah, no, that's the thing is it's like it, it doesn't. It, it, there's too many people that stick around in those incidences trying to be like, oh, well, I'm going to try to talk this out. And it's like, no, that's 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 part of the snowball, you know, like, oh, this isn't that big, big of a deal. I could talk this out. And then it becomes a big deal real fast. Yeah. And then you fucking lose it and you start having that. Um, so, cause like that's, that's when you start having where your mind plays games on you, you know? Cause once you start snowballing out of control and stuff, you know, like, cause the only other times that like, I would really get to the way I did here and there is like flashbacks here and there, which that's a whole different thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, flashbacks for me are like, um, there, there, there's only certain instances that they'll trigger it. Um, like for me, I, I, I did a lot of detaining ops, so, uh, I don't like being in small area, like enclosed areas with a ton of people. Like, oh, I'm the same way. Like I, I fucking hate that shit when I'm yeah. like, like, well, it reminds me of like working at the prison and stuff and I'll have flashbacks here and there. And that's why I can't go to like big ass bars with a ton of people or if there's a ton of people, I will be in the smoke area the entire time. And people are like, man, Jace just down in the smoke area smoking cigarettes like a chimney out there. And it's just like, no, I just can't stand in there because I, I, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm in danger kind of thing, you know, like. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm hyper vigilant, looking around and stuff, and then like, uh, uh, heaven forbid, they got uh, was it chain link fences and fencing, yeah. because then it's just like, oh god, not again. <laughs> like, 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 like the Tanaya Creek brewery, like yeah, you, you see the chain link fence for that. That one's crazy. Yeah, but that one's that one's not as bad because it's not like, like it's like, not super packed where it's like shoulder to shoulder like and stuff. Hunter, like Hunter's Tavern or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hunter's, by the way, nice. It is a it's a fun place. Yeah. Solid open mic, but I mean, or show, but uh, it's a uh, yeah, it's a very cramped bar. That is no, it there. is, and I I go outside constantly, or that, or I stay by the door to, to so I can exit out whenever I need to to like I I don't really hang out inside that much. Um freaking that's what that's what i did uh a couple mondays back when when uh, i got the call last minute to do that one show at huntridge i literally was just like hanging out in the very back near the door and i would just go outside come back in go outside come back in yeah. and, and and you you really feel like you're losing time with your friends when when you're having to deal with that because then like 
let's say I have a friend that comes in town and they want to go, oh, I want to go to this hip, like, like my buddy David Murray who just got engaged. Let's say he wants to have his bachelor party here in Vegas, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 he, uh, if he was like, oh, I want to go to like this, this, this fucking club and stuff, I'm not going to be able to hang out with my boy and celebrate with him as much as I want if we go to like a bar like that. But I want to make sure that since it's his bachelor party, you see what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you start losing time with friends and stuff having to deal with that. And it sucks, man. It really does suck because you're just like, uh, because you're like, all right, I, I don't want to ruin his time. But I also don't want to get triggered. So let's see what I, you know, so you, you try to find workarounds and stuff all the time. And that's why I always, that's why I end up in the smoke area all the time. Because I'm just like, ah, okay. You know, like even uh, when I go to like open mics at like wise guys and stuff and everything, like I, I go in and out all the time because it's. Oh yeah, that's the, like the back area. Yeah, I go in and out all the time because it's just like, yeah, it's fucking packed. There's a lot of people and stuff. And it's like, uh, which is very weird because I love having the attention I, of people, but I don't like having a ton of people around. Yeah. <laughs> like me, I do the same thing. I'm always in and out at wise guys just because I cannot stand being around a lot of people. Like, yeah, I just always, I feel the same way. I always feel like just like cl very like, you know, clustered together and it's just likes my anxiety so like i just usually that's why i'm always yeah. in and out or i'm waiting in the hallway or something you know yeah exactly and then like fourth of july is coming up and like i've never had any flashbacks of like from fireworks before until i moved out here to vegas oh man like i think it's because i worked in a desert where there were like explosive explosions going on and like i'm not saying like they were coming near us you could just hear them all the time you get to hear it all the time but then, like, it, it's just like when fireworks go off out here, you know? It's just like, you hear it constantly, because I, I guess Vegas loves 4th of July, because they're like, we're in a desert, we don't have to worry about it catching on fire, so... Oh, yeah, like, Vegas, it's like, the biggest celebrations with fireworks are easily, like, the Vegas 4th of July and Vegas New Year's. They have, like, just a shit ton of fireworks. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll be... Like hearing it go off in the distance, like like it's constantly, and I'm just like, huh, why am I on edge right now? Like I'm in Iraq, and then it'd be like, oh, it's because I'm currently in a desert with explosions going on, you know. And I'm, th I think that's what it is. I'm not a hundred percent sure, uh, but I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I, th I think you're probably right on the money. On yeah, that. yeah, because yeah, it's like it's more like the environment is more like you know deserty than say like you know the area you used to live in near austin and stuff. yeah no exactly and uh yeah it, it gets ridiculous though um but uh yeah i don't know man like other than that fireworks used to never trigger me i used to shoot fireworks at my cousin you know the white trash fucking roman candle fights you know like and then now it's like what what was that like, was that explosion background? Why am I thinking I'm in Iraq? Because that's the thing is, I, I, I hate having the feeling of, like, I'm in Iraq. It's just bad. It's just a bad feeling to me. And it makes me very anxious. And, and like, uh, you know, and, and your mind starts racing. And then you feel like a crazed madman at the time. And you got to tell yourself, like, no, you're home. You're home. You're safe. You know? So... It just gets ridiculous. And a lot of times, like I said, 
there's there's like uh just different meditation stuff you could do breathing techniques to help you out i use the calm app that's the one i use oh yeah i had a choice between calm or headspace i picked calm uh the va has one that's awesome they have one yeah. where they provide you you guys yeah it's literally it's literally just va on the app <laughs> it just says va <laughs> it like if i have problems or anything i just go to it and uh there's like a, a whole like mental health thing like i have to take i take like weekly evaluations and it like tracks like where if i'm doing good or bad because i'm gonna tell you right now that's it's hard to realize if you're doing good or bad because sometimes you think you're doing good and really like i'll do the app thing where they do like a quick exam of just like Hey, how you feeling? You know, do you feel like this and that? And you'll be answering it correctly and everything. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh no, you're in the red. And you're like, what? I feel, I feel amazing. And really, it's just like, no, no, no. We can, we can tell that like you're, you think you are, but you're on the cusp of like losing it here shortly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Execute order sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we're just one day away from being Anakin. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hide your kids <laughs> hide your kids oh man but uh oh yeah so I, I think that's enough on that we're gonna move on to our story of the day that we are going to be talking about um i i did pull up an article on the uh computer mainly because it's been in the news it's been in the news all week People have been making memes. Might as well talk about it. Yep. The submarine that 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 went to go see the Titanic. It, it finally got found. It finally got found. Bad news is everyone died. It's imploded completely. Yeah. Which, like, so the the controller survived. They showed an image. The controller yeah. is still alive. <laughs> which which what, what was it? That a Logitech? Yeah, a Logitech controller was found at the bottom of the sea, completely intact. The controller survived. Yeah, I mean, Logitech. I'm I, we we use a Logitech webcam to film this, and it's very. They make some very durable equipment. I don't think it should be controlling a submarine though. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't even trust it to control submarine in a video game. Like I honestly wouldn't. <laughs> My favorite thing is, um, like, uh, the the there are people who are like, oh, y'all shouldn't be making jokes about this, blah blah blah. But I'm also like, do you not see the irony in a bunch of rich white people wanting to go see the Titanic, only to pay for the full Titanic experience? <laughs> you know, who would have thought that a CEO by the name of Stockton Rush would have moved too quickly through something. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, that's funny. I didn't even know his name was that. Yeah, Stockton Rush. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> that's so horrible. That's so good. Like this, this is when, as a comedian, you're just like, so life just handed us this golden apple. I guess yeah. I'm gonna get to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things is so. You, do you know about the Titanic conspiracy theory? Uh, about the uh, some rich family, the Rothschild or something. Yeah, like I've heard of, I've heard of it. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, uh, there's a conspiracy theory about uh, the Titanic. So, the Rothschilds, uh, uh, you know, they're J.P. Morgan. You know, pretty much. You know, they control that. Uh, they wanted to do a central bank, centralized banking. 
uh, and that's, that became the Federal Reserve Bank. And everybody who was against them, who were lobbying against them, the other rich people, also had tickets to the Titanic. So the Rothschild uh, family, but they decided not to go last minute. And then all their competition that was trying to say no to the Federal Reserve, they all died in the Titanic. So it was like, oh, they did it. They, 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 they're the ones, you know, like it, it, who knows, you know, but so we're saying that it was not natty ice that destroyed it. Like, yeah. It was yeah. Unnatural. <laughs> it was unnatural. It was unnatural. Ice. It was unnatural. <laughs> well, everyone's like, well, it was the captain or of the, of the, of the, of the, the Titanic. Cause like he, he had like a lot of, um, didn't he go down with it though? Yeah, no, he went down with it, but at the same time, so he was an experienced captain and they already had like a path that was supposed to be like a safe path. And he decided like, have you ever seen the Futurama skit about this? No, I haven't. So Zach bragging Bradigan, He, uh, is in control of the space Titanic pretty much. And he goes, it shows like the safe passage like this. And it shows a bunch of videos. He goes, all right, we're going to do this. And he goes around to like all these me- uh, meteors and stuff like for the new path. And he's like, that's what we're going to do. That's actually what the captain did. Yeah. Was he was like, we're going to see what this baby can do. And they were like, hey, there's icebergs there. And he goes, no, nah, we're going to go around them and stuff. Like, see what it. And uh, then he, 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 he crashed into an iceberg after that. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So there were some people be like, oh, the captain was in on it, you know, and. It's like yeah, but he also died, so it, yeah. it it's it's a little like eh. yeah, it's like it's like it's like he yeah he went down with his fucking ship. You know? Yeah, that's why it's a conspiracy theory and not like hey this happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, so now because of the submarine thing, uh, there's a new theory out there that it was it was the Jewish community that took out the submarine. Like, oh, don't you love anti-Semitism? <laughs> just like, just like they say that, like you know, they can, they can, like, they like, you know, there's always a thing that say the Jews control, like you know, Hollywood and like yeah. media, and they control what's successful or not. Where I'm like, if that were fucking true, why is the Flash eating shit right now at the box office? Like, why is why are so many Hollywood movies eating shit right now? It's because they don't fucking control it. If they yeah. did, if they did, the Flash would be eating shit right now. Yeah, it's, it, dude. It, it, well, it, here's the thing: is is one of my favorite things. It's like so they're trying to say it's because they're trying to cover up that the Rothschilds' uh, family uh, took out the Titanic. But it's also like we've already sent submarines down there and, and and like looked at the Titanic and stuff. This was just a bunch of rich people who paid for it, you know. Yeah. So they're also like, oh, they're trying to cover it up. And it's like, no, no, we've already inspected all of this yeah. in other submarines. Um, this was just a bunch of rich white people that just wanted to go do it, and clearly. One of them. The, two of the people that backed out actually said that they said that they they just chickened out. Like they said, they said they sounded too nervous. You know, the CEO said it was virtually unsinkable. Basically, that's how the CEO had to like yeah. describe it. To I, I don't I don't ever listen to CEOs where they go like my product is virtually just the best yeah in the world. Okay, and 
This is why I don't like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy died by his own invention. Let's not to yeah, yeah, yeah. his own invention killed him. Like I can just imagine like the last text message before just the it just before it's like you know, like quickly oh, like, play right. a soda can. Just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, but this, like, this thing's like cannot sing. <laughs> I, I I don't like it when anybody already says like, oh, this is like the best. It does everything. Like because then I'm already like. You're a snake oil salesman, and you're trying to sell me something, you know? Like, and that's what he did. He sold it to a bunch of rich people, and it imploded. Yeah, you know. And, like, and his son, like the the son, the nineteen year old one. That's the most tragic one because he didn't even want to go. He was just going on because he was like, you know, wanted to celebrate his father's day with like, you know, his dad. He said, "Oh, it'll be nice. I just go on there." But his son, who was scared shitless, and oh, right, yeah. rightfully fucking so. Yeah, like, rightly so. Rightly so. Yeah. So like you just wrote a Seven Up can basically into the middle of the. Yeah. Like, well, no, no, I'm not in Dukan because they're all the they're that's what people are coked on when they're playing video games. So <laughs> it was like it was a Mountain Dew can basically that went uh, and, being controlled with a Logitech controller. Yeah, like, with the small uh, porta potty in the back with a curtain covering it. Like yeah. this whole thing sounds like something you see on Ed Ed and Eddie. Like it sounds like an Ed Ed and Eddie like attempt at like yeah. at, 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 like a business. That's literally what this thing sounds like. Yeah, it was. It's one of those things where you're just like I, I mean. I, I hate that it happened. Yeah. But it's also like, as a comic, just being like, really? Really? Like, no one thought this might happen? They, like, yeah. <laughs> like, they have emails between him and another guy saying, like, I think you're risking too much. The guy's like, oh, people are always, like, you know, telling all kinds of, like, you know, are always trying to keep, like, you know, small operations from, like, trying to keep us out of, like, going in. It's like, it's like no, it's because it's, fuck, you know, it's fucking safety concerns, you know? It's like... Yeah. Oh my god, that's so hilarious! Yeah, um, it's like he it's like they were warned so many different times. <laughs> oh god, the CEO like one guy was personally emailing the CEO telling him that like in 2018 that he thought that that was a stupid idea, and the guy still spent the years getting into more just to do this. Yeah, um, so yeah, this, this I guess the 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 moral of the story uh from this this uh uh news article is um. Uh, if someone says something is unsinkable, it's going to be sunk. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much that's exactly it. No, like, isn't that what submarines do? They sink underneath the yeah. water. Submarines <laughs> literally sink under the fucking... Like, so how can it be unsinkable? It literally... That's its job. Its job is to fucking sink. <laughs> I, uh, but I digress. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, usually we do your gambling quarter. Um... Do you know any of the sports games that are coming up? Do I know any of the sports games? I've got one long-term bet, and that is on the San Antonio Spurs to win the championship. Because I've, 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 you have no games <laughs> this week because baseball puts me asleep. So I'll just uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll I'll go uh, gamble on it eventually. But I'm predicting San Antonio Spurs to win the championship. Like you know, just after they uh, got that one recruit guy, like oh uh, Wembley, Wembley. Yeah, that 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 that's ah man. I've been loving it because was it me and my brother we're, t we're me and my brother are big basketball fans and soccer fans and uh, when it comes to basketball we've just been like well we're we're in a rebuilding phase we've been in a rebuilding phase for a long time we we got like one person we thought we were gonna build a, a whole dynasty around but then uh, he he decided that. Um, he was he, he was so good that he wanted to go elsewhere. So we sent him to the Toronto Raptors, and they won. 
And uh, but at the same time, now, so Wembley, he, he's originally from the French League. He uh, and, and which is ran by Tony Parker. Tony Parker's is, 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 is the, it, the player from the Spurs who who retired. Isn't that the guy who was dating or yeah. was married to Eva Longoria? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Bulky bastard. So he 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 already taught, told Popovich, like, hey, uh, there's this cat next to LeBron James. In fact, he's gonna do better. And everybody was seeing this dude. Like, where they were like, dude, he's the number one pick. And, like, last year's basketball was all about, like, tanking for Wembley. Yeah. Everyone was just like, do we go for the championship because we have a chance? Because there's a ton of people that are tanking? Or do we try to out-tank everybody? And lose for Wembley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, we tanked for Wembley. And, like, I have to say, like, I was very proud of Pop. Very proud of Pop uh, because he had to suck up his pride and be like, you know what? You know what? We'll tank for Wembley. You know, because he's usually like, no, we win and we always build up, blah, blah. And this was just, that's just strategy there. That was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, we need, we needed, because uh, we have a lot of basic uh, like building blocks for a team and we just needed that one solid piece. You know, it's like when you're playing Tetris and everything's lining up and you're just missing that one straight line, you know, yeah. and then you finally get it. <laughs> like that was us with Wembley. That's why everybody lost their shit. They're like, yeah, yeah. they're saying, Tony, I loved it. We want it. Wembley. We want Wembley. <laughs> oh my God. It's so hilarious, man. Yeah. So, uh, I do know there's, um, still soccer going on. Oh but, yeah, shoot! I have not been covering soccer. I don't know why. I've never been like the in most fact, into soccer. Games. Right now, um, who who's playing? Because there's actually a Las Vegas soccer team called the Las Vegas Lights. Uh, oh shit! I yeah. totally forgot about those. And uh, they're playing uh, Louisville City FC. Um, well, of course, I'm putting it on Vegas. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. A little bit biased, you know. <laughs> Let's see. Right now, um. Louisville City, uh, the Louisville City, they've already shot five. They have had one on target. Uh, Las Vegas Lights only shot three. Ooh, man, Louisville has a 68% possession percentage. All right, I, I changed my mind. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> let, me, let me put it to this when it comes to gambling. Yes, I will change teams every time. That's right, Evan Connolly. I will. <laughs> Every, yeah, if you're watching this, every single, you know, uh, yes, I do switch teams. And you know why? Because if you want to, if you want to win in gambling, you have to do that if you want to actually win. Ooh, I know what I'm doing later on today after the podcast. I'm going to watch the San Antonio FC play against Sacramento. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and look, I'll let, I'll let you guess who, who you think is going to win first. Who do you think? Honestly, just because. San Antonio, just because they got Wembley, I think his spear will echo into the soccer team. They'll be Dude, so motivated. The, the San Antonio Spurs are also like the owners of San Antonio FC. Yeah. So that's why I'm also like, yeah, probably. And not only that, but they're also still currently the champions of their league. So 
Um, yeah. yeah, so I think they're going to win. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to oh, win. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch that game, um, or try to. I'm going to have to find, like, a bootleg I think, I think they will harness the existential spirit of Wimbley and <laughs> use that to plug in the game. <laughs> I'm going to have, like, those, uh, you know, when the, the, the Catholics, uh, they have those prayer candles and stuff? Yeah. I, I'm going to get some for the Spurs and, 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 Wim, and Wimbley and the San Antonio FC. Anytime there's a game, I'm just going to have them lit. We, we could just have them here and be like, oh, it's game day. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, we're having the podcast. I got my candles lit. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're going to be like in the water boy. Like, get him the special water. You know? <laughs> get him the special water. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, um, but yeah, other than that, uh, the sh- I'm not doing a TV show this week on my review. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the movie. Uh, feast, yes. everybody! All right. I love that fucking movie. I love it. It's terrible, but so oh fun. yeah, yeah. Fun. <laughs> like this one is is gonna get like a high score for the wrong reasons. All right, like first off, um, it, it starts off with a uh, you know, oh, it's a bar in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, right? And like most Vegas stories, <laughs> and uh. Like, like, so you remember the, what was that one movie where it had like the angels and stuff and, uh, there was like one that was like, Legion? Like, yeah. And Dennis Quaid was one of the characters. Yeah. Because he needed a paycheck. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's pretty much like set in like a similar kind of bar diner thing. And w- my favorite thing is like. The monsters themselves are hilarious. Uh, but fucking, they start off by doing this like, oh, she's the bad bitch, or he's, he's, the, he's the outlaw, and stuff like introducing characters before the monsters even attack in this movie. And then this guy comes in and closes the door with his girl, and he's labeled as the hero. Spoiler alert coming. Yeah, spoiler alert incoming, guys. So, uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, it is a pretty good spoiler. Uh, basically, the hero dies right away. He fucking gets pulled through a window and they eat, they eat his ass. The monsters eat his ass. Because like, at first he comes in and he's just like, yo, y'all don't need to be leaving here. It's, it's dangerous out there. Blah, blah, blah. And no one's believing him. And then he gets dragged the fuck out. And the, so then... The real hero of the movie is hopefully does better than the last hero, <laughs> right? It's 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 the girl that he's with, the heroist or whatever, uh, the heroine. Yeah, heroine is that what? It is? Yep, heroine. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure because now I'm thinking drugs. Uh- <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about all of Antonio's sets now for some reason. <laughs> I was gonna bring that up and be like, man, something's like we have Antonio here. Um, but yeah, no, uh, so she becomes pretty much the hero of of, of the movie uh, afterwards, and the, it, it's crazy because these creatures they just kill, eat, fornicate, and then they immediately become like, and they give birth like that, like, like the population of Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty. <laughs> Sorry, Montana. <laughs> Sorry, Montana. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> now we now we pissed off Ohio and like Montana. Fuck, we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> but yeah, so oh no, someone will turn off their like so yeah, someone will turn off like will turn off with their uh, Comcast or something like so. Yeah. Comcast can afford to lose them. <laughs> Dude, okay, so and then one of my favorite things is 
I feel like there's more people who died in that movie because of like we call it uh, a friendly fire. Oh yeah, like there's so much friendly fire in that movie. Yeah. Like it happens in the sequels too. Like oh, it was, oh, friendly fire takes most of. Them. I I haven't seen the second or third one yet. Oh, oh but... second one, it's like second one is even worse. In fact, it's actually kind of worse in the wrong reasons. But they made a big comeback with part three, and part three has one of the best endings you will see for a film that is so epically bad. Like, you know, it is one of the best endings. By the way, you know who made Feast? It was Project Greenlight. Yeah. The winners of Project Greenlight, which was Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yeah. It's like, they're the ones who, I think that I think Ben Affleck actually has a cameo in Feast. I think he shows up in like a brief part That's of That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Sorry, that was my autism kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just hits the mic. Like, oh, sorry guys. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's it's such a weird like movie because like it's it has like a bunch of tropes and stuff in it, and it it's more of a comedy than a horror film. That's what I think is hilarious, and that's why I think it's it's it's, it's why the friendly fire is so hilarious because it's just like, bro, stop shooting each other. <laughs> like it's crazy, man. But out of that movie, I would. I, I would give it a definitely a 6.5 out of 10. Um, it, it, it literally, like I said, it's it's one of those horror movies that it's so bad, it's good. You know? It's strictly for entertainment value. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, which, which the, we're going to be doing more movies like this, too, by the way, guys. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things to watch is very bad horror movies because i don't know what it is it makes me laugh three-headed shark attack yeah right uh anything with bruce campbell oh if bruce campbell's in it i'm gonna watch it <laughs> like it's gonna be amazing evil dead evil dead 2 yeah. army of darkness uh bubba hotep uh oh, he's done the uh he was in the movie called uh, uh the intruder which yeah. was like Actually, they showed his face like in big thing on the title, and he yeah. literally shows up at the end for a brief second as a cop to arrest someone. You know, like he was featured as the big guy on like the title, and he's literally not in the film for not less, even less than a minute. Less than a minute yeah. is he in the film? I I I don't know what it is, but if the movie has Bruce Campbell in it, I'm just like it's gonna be a good movie. It's gonna or be a maniac real... cop, or <laughs> right? I think the only like movie that he's the only two movies i think that he's ever done because he actually is in one movie called my name is bruce campbell yeah um, my name is bruce yeah my name is bruce which that that was that was is literally just a movie about him being in a horror movie yeah. <laughs> but and he was on burn notice yeah like, shout out oh, my, yeah. shout out miami going back to my old four yeah yeah burn notice is actually a good show too yeah that's uh, best for all you know <laughs> Besides Ash from yeah. the Evil Dead. I think the only two movies he's ever been in that I think was just like, like, oh man, those movies weren't good. I, and it has nothing to do with Bruce. Because um, he's just doing cameos at this at those those two movies. Oh yeah, he was a cameo in Congo too. The yeah. one about the, the crazy gorillas. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he pretty, that's pretty much how he's made his career. Like, you know, oh yeah, cameos? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Spider-Man, the cameos he made. That's actually Spider one of them is Spider-Man 3. That's oh, and one and two. Like, well, no, no, I'm saying Spider-Man 3 was one of the bad movies that he was a part of. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And then, uh, and I know I'm going to probably catch some flack from some people. Like, What's wrong with Spider-Man 3? Blah, blah. Tobey Maguire did great. And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't him. It was Venom. Um, yeah. they, they did him so poorly. I was so mad about that. And then, um, 
The other movie he was a part of that was uh, kind of a flop was uh, was it the uh, uh, Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness or yeah whatever. Multiverse yeah. of Madness? It was not as good as the first Doctor Strange. No, not at all. And like there was, it there was like slow. It was slow. Not only was it slow, but it was like you could have solved this issue in the beginning of the movie very easily. Oh, there's a multiverse of things and blah, blah. I got to steal her powers so I can go to this universe and be a mother to the kids. It's like, why don't you find a multiverse that there's one that's died? Like, you have already died, but your kids are still alive. Because in the multiverse theory, there's a universe like that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that kind of just solves itself. Coincidentally, also directed by Sam Raimi, who made Spider-Man 3. Yeah, that's why he did the cameo. Yeah. So if you don't know this or not, so Sam Raimi, uh, his brother is the, uh, so the old Hercules TV show? Yeah. His brother is the, 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 the sidekick. Yep, Ted Raimi. Or... Yeah, and if you watch the series, you'll see Bruce Campbell. He plays a character that's a reoccurring character throughout the series here and there. Um, cause the, those three were like cool since like college yeah. and they, they did a lot of work together. That's why, you know, he did evil dead and shit, you know, like, yeah. cause he got into it because Sam Raimi was directing, oh, you know, yeah, for sure. But yeah, like I said, uh, we're going to do some more movies like that. I might even just do, uh, some reviews of some of my best Bruce Campbell, uh, movies. I might just do that, you know, like, like a little montage of just yeah. like, here's everything I love about Bruce. Um, cause like, it, I've even read his book. He's got, uh, there's, so there's a movie called, um, actually. Okay. And he was supposed to be a part of that movie. And he writes a book about not being part of that movie and like everything that happened. And, uh, it is an absolutely hilarious read. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and, uh, I believe the book's called Making Love uh, the, the Bruce Campbell Way. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, it's just like so ridiculous. It's, it's one of those ones where you're just like, this can't be a true story. And I, I haven't looked into it or anything. I just remember reading the book and being like, this is ridiculous. Like, there's no way. No way. But you know what? I spent money on it. It was a good book. So... We'll see, because he's always been like a B-rated movie actor. Yeah, he pretty much. It, is. It, yeah, and that that in that was supposed to be his like jump up to like A-list movie actor yeah. was um actually apparently, oh, and so he writes a book about not becoming an A-list actor because of like a producer in this movie. So it's so it's it's such a good read. I'm, I'm, I want to read it now, honestly. I oh yeah, read it after what you just described. Yeah, it's, it's, I always love the inner Hollywood dirt stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's all cheese may. Um, I love it. It's so good. Um, if you don't know what cheese may is, it's drama, aka tea. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So, uh, but yeah. So I like I said, uh, we'll do something like that here soon. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to be wrapping this up, uh, real quick. Uh, do you have anything you need to plug? Uh, yes. Uh, 
I'll be at uh, Las Vegas Live at Planet Hollywood on Tuesdays, and I'll be on a Thursday. I'll be at uh, Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club for uh, Lindsay Glazer at uh, 9.30 p.m. on June 29th, I believe, is the date. I sure as fuck hope so, because (laughs) (laughs) if not, just go on the website at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club, and you can find the the dates for the shows. Yeah. Yeah. So now I got to actually scroll down to this because I got three shows coming up uh, this week. I know. Triple threat. Uh, triple threat. So Wednesday, I'll be at Saddle and, Saddles and Spurs Saloon doing uh, drinks drinks and laughs with uh, Jamal uh, Coleman. Sorry, I was burping in the middle of that. So uh, then uh, I'm doing... Last Thursday laughs uh, at the Art House Hookah Lounge on Thursday. Uh, yeah, we got uh, K Banks is on there. Uh, Seth is on there. Uh, of course, Melvin Washington, since it's his show and he's hosting. We got headliner Diaz Maggie. Then uh, after that, you can catch me on Friday at uh, the Blue Mule Saloon. Uh, I'll be hosting for Michael Robertson. J-Dab's going to be there and Tanner Tuttle. So that's going to be a good one. So, yeah, uh, those shows are are all posted up on my social media. You can uh, check my social media out at Jake is Funny on uh, Facebook or, uh, you know, on, uh, what is it, Instagram? Yep, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what about you? Oh yeah, you can follow me at, at Christopher underscore Waldeck, way too professional for my account. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, at, in, at Instagram, that's where you can find me at. Alright, and don't forget to follow our social media online. We got, uh, at the Handicapable Podcast, um, uh, and, uh, it, it, that was a little too long for Twitter, so it's Handicapable Pod, uh, on Twitter, but yeah, everything else, and, uh, you know, like you can catch us on the YouTubes or on any uh, streaming platform to catch uh, one of our latest episodes. All right, guys. All right. All right, guys. My name is Jake Gabro. My name's Chris Waldick. I did not forget again. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been listening to Handy Cable. Y'all have a great night. <laughs>